0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome
1: network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: The Fan Hotline is presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh Trusting Plumbing, trusted plumbing, heating, and air conditioning provider for over 50 years. Joining us now on the fan hotline is the foremost authority on the buffalo bills a buffalo bills sideline reporter sal capaccio he's as good as it gets i think doran he's with us right now good morning sal how you doing
3: i'm doing great except i have a bone to pick with uh you guys doran especially but thank you for having me as always i appreciate it um i saw your tweets yesterday about you saying what? Chicken wings are nothing special in Buffalo,
4: Doran. Is that is that? Is, do I have this right? I didn't say that they weren't they weren't special in Buffalo. I said that the comparison of Pittsburgh chicken wings and Buffalo chicken wings are not far apart. They're basically similar. They're basically the same thing. Okay. First of all, do you have taste buds? Yes. Like apparently not. <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't know. Uh, do you have eyeballs I mean,
3: how, how big they are? I mean, I, I, like, I don't know if you're just trolling here. You played here and played like 10 different positions, by the way. Uh, and then, you know, you're, now you're in Pittsburgh. So I was just on our morning show here uh, with WGR with Jeremy White, and I told him this. I said, I'm going on with Crowley and, and Dickerson, and this is what Doran said. And I said, what is our equivalent here? And we, we were trying to figure out, you know, French fries. And that. I found it. Here's my equivalent, all right? I know, hey, Pittsburgh, I got a lot of friends over there in Pittsburgh, I'm going to say. Here's our equivalent. You know what I think? A towel is just a towel. I don't care
2: what. Oh,
4: Oh, that. Oh, you're going to jinx yourself now. Do you happen
2: to know the history on this one, Sal? Like, you're barking up the wrong tree here, pal. It's saying good for you. Look at what happened to Jacksonville.
3: (laughs) Uh, I'm not grabbing the towel. I'm not grabbing the towel. I'm not doing anything there with it. You know, it's just, but, hey, you have your thing, but. If you, know you want to come at the chicken wings, I got to come at the towel or something. <laughs> I don't know. He's symbolically grabbing the towel. He symbolically stepped go. on the towel it
2: desecrated the towel, in fact. All right, Sal, let's get down to it. First of all, what are you hearing about the weather coming up on Sunday? Like, what are we looking at here?
3: So, I mean, there's still a few days left. And obviously, as you guys know, it can really change here. Um, but I, I, we're going to have a snow event this weekend. I don't know if the snow is going to be happening on Sunday during the game. Um, But the snow will be, you know, on the ground and there will be some snow in the air. I think more than anything, it's the cold and the wind. It is probably going to be 20 to 30 mile an hour winds, uh, gusts at least. You know, you're going to have that sustained. And we're looking at probably about, you know, 20 to 25 degree weather, which isn't horrible. You can bundle up for that. But when you put that weather with the wind, obviously that's what matters.
4: Sal, what's the confidence around Buffalo's community right now, uh, heading into this game? What's the confidence around the team? Like, do they feel like they have this in the bag? Do they feel like, you know, this is the their their primed opportunity to to make a run for it?
3: Well, no, I don't think people think they have it in the bag, Doran, But you know, because th- th- even though the Bills have been on a nice run and they played really well here to win games, you know, th- there are still issues and there's still some struggles with the offense that have happened over the last you know whatever weeks, including last week when you saw. You know, the turnovers, they should have been, you know, um, up more at halftime. But I do think that this people feel this was the ideal scenario, right? I mean, let's be honest. If you you could either be at home for the seventh seed Steelers and then the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes who's never played a playoff road game or maybe, you know, the winner of the 4-5 matchup, or the difference was going back on the road, back to Miami, and then back to and then to Baltimore for their first game. I mean, the road. I think this is what people think that oh my gosh, like this is the road. This is the setup. Yes, this is the setup we wanted that we think we can make the run. But I don't think there's, especially with the weather, with the ultimate equalizer. I don't think it's like oh my gosh, we're going to cakewalk over the Steelers here. I'm
2: asking this out of pure ignorance. I'm not around Buffalo enough to to know. That's why we have you on. What kind of pressure is on McDermott here? If he were to lose this game, or if they were to fall short, let's say of the AFC Championship game, is he on the hot seat, Sal? You
3: guys remember when we talked back in maybe training camp or right. preseason? I think it was leading up, and you know, I told you, I said, you know, there's a lot of a lot of people are just right now that they they need results here because they feel that maybe you know this team has hit its ceiling with Sean McDermott, and that's happened a lot this year. Anytime the team lost, when they were Six and six, it was – he's been taking a lot of slings and arrows from the from the fan base. Now, that said, the fan base is different than the ownership. Um, I think Sean's done some of his best coaching over the last, you know, I don't know, six, seven weeks for sure. I don't think that Sean McDermott is not going to be the – even if they were to fall short, I don't think ownership would have an appetite for that. I mean, they, they love what they have here with McDermott and B and the symmetry they have. And, guys, he's made the playoffs five of six years now, um, you know, that he's been in Buffalo at six of seven, whatever it is. And, um, you know, they have a look at it every year because he's an excellent football coach. But, sure, there's, there's, there's a segment of the fans we hear from every day that say, hey, you know what, unless he gets to the Super Bowl, I don't care, unless he wins the Super Bowl because this team should have done this with Josh Allen, and they haven't, and they blew it with 13 seconds left. And, you know, they, you know what happened last year, the way they exited after having the two seeds. So there's definitely some of the fans that would want him on the hot seat. I just don't
5: think it would come from ownership
0: Post your free job on
4: linkedin.com slash
0: recommend today.
4: Sal, I believe I asked you that question because obviously the Steelers played the Bills in the preseason. I asked you about the McDermott and the feeling around him and and the pressure in the hot seat that he could possibly be on. So let's flip it. And I think I asked you this at the same time, uh, you know, a couple months ago. What are your thoughts and maybe the outside thoughts of Mike Tomlin in the same situation? I'm a big
3: Mike Tomlin fan. I say that all the time here on WGR. I think Mike Tomlin, what he's done in his career to never have a losing season, how impressive and hard that is, I think it's amazing. And I also though know that, you know, there's a lot of reasons why you could look at Mike Tomlin and decisions and punting and things like that and say, he's a little too old school, he hasn't evolved, look what he hasn't been able to do necessarily without having um, you know, a great quarterback. Although I think that they've navigated the situation well, I guess I should say. But um, from my spot and the outside looking in, um, I just wonder if Tomlin wants to keep going forward like this. I think that's what I at least hear and see from, you know, people I read, people I pay attention to. And I know that, you know, there's talk about would he want to step away Would the team want to move on and just have somebody else. I think that the Steelers are the model of consistency, right? I mean, you've had three head coaches and the entirety we've had, we have three every two years here in Buffalo. It seems like until Sean McDermott arrived, it's amazing. So like, I, I don't know. How do you do that? I, I think you, any, any franchise, any city, any fan base would love to have that kind of consistency, especially with a guy that wins so much. But it's the same thing with McDermott, right? It's a different ceiling. But even though Mike Tomlin has that Super Bowl, what is, what, what is the ceiling right now with this person coaching the team? I think that's what people have to ask themselves. Sal Capaccio, Bill's sideline reporter joining
2: us here on the FAM Morning Show. You think Gabriel Davis is going to play in this game? How healthy are the Bills otherwise, Sal?
3: You know, so they have five guys going to be monitoring um, to watch this week. Gabe Davis went out with a knee injury. been a report of a PCL sprain um, by Ian Rappaport. We don't know that. We'll hear from Sean McDermott later, later today. Um, so we'll see where that goes. Russell Douglas would be a big loss. Now, maybe not necessarily in this particular game with the style that Pittsburgh plays. And I know Mason Rudolph has played well throwing the ball, especially in the weather. But that's a, a game-changing cornerback that they acquired at the trade deadline. He has a knee injury. We'll see where that goes. Tyrell Dodson has a shoulder injury, linebacker. You know, he sounded optimistic after the game that he'll be ready to play this week. And then Ty Johnson's in concussion protocol. The last one, no one really knew about in the game Sunday night. It happened in the last play of the game. Taylor Rapp intercepts the ball, but he was down for a while. He was injured. So that's the Bills' dime safety. When they go dime, they put Jordan Poyer in the box. Taylor Rapp comes in. So that would be a significant loss. So five guys, and honestly, guys, all five could be in any part of the spectrum out to playing on Sunday, and we really don't know right now.
2: What has changed for Buffalo since they were 6-6 six and six to get them into the playoffs? What, what drove them to kind of land where a lot of people thought that they would, division champion, and as one of those top two seeds in the AFC?
3: You know, um, this is a team that's very resilient. They have a lot of veterans on the team, and that's why they're in a, you know, a spot where, you know, going forward, they have to look at some of the ages of these guys and contracts, and those are discussions for down the road. There's no doubt about that. But they've been through these battles. They've been, they, they've been here before. What's remarkable to me, and I just said to you guys how much I really really respect Mike Tomlin and what he does, you go back and look, I mean, Sean McDermott's record in December and January regular season games is unbelievable. Like, they just don't lose down the stretch when they need to win. You go back to 2021, they're in the same position. They were seven and six behind the Patriots by two games. They wound up still winning the division. And then this year, guys, they were... They were three games back with five to play in the division. Now, you got to get help right around you. you got to have the team ahead of you, like Miami in this case, lose. But they, they just play such great football down the stretch. And I think um, that's what it is with this team. Like, they, they play the long game. You know, they, they, it's, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. They understand that. And, you know, that's what they've been here. But that said, they've been playing on the edge for their playoff for the so last few weeks. They, yeah, they're the two seed. One game, just one, doesn't go their way down the stretch. They're out of the playoffs yeah. completely. But Pittsburgh's in the same boat, right? I mean, three games. They were playing every game for their playoff lives. That's why this is so interesting.
2: Real quick, Sal, the point spread you think right in this one?
3: I think in a clean field it is. I mean, I don't know. It's so so tough with the wind. What is the point spread right now? Is it nine and a half? Is that what it is? I got it at ten, but I, I okay. think I
2: think yeah, nine and a half right now. Yeah,
3: and I think I wonder if that'll go down because of the weather guys. I always say weather's the ultimate equalizer. And, look, you know that Mike Tomlin's going to want to play a grinded-out game and not give Josh Allen the ball and keep the sticks moving and run the ball. And, I, and I don't. hey, we know Danny Smith here, and he's going to come up with something on special teams. I know he is, right? He's going to come after a punt. It was that block a couple of years ago. He's going to try and do something. I think that they're going to try and find any edge they can. I, I, I think because of the weather, I'd be a little weary about giving that many points. The Bills are the better football team. They should win this game but there's a lot of factors that go into all these games. And I think the weather could be something that really could kind of even it out a little bit more.
2: People are saying on our text line, Sal, that your wings are bigger because you take all the pigeons from
3: Niagara Falls to make your wings. (laughs) (laughs) You you know, I will say that that is one thing that I care about when I go out for wings. Like the meatier, the better, right? I mean, you can have nice tasting wings, but if you give me something that's, I have, you know, I, no, I generally can't eat 20 at one sitting. But if I could, that means your wings aren't filling me enough, right? So 10, 15 wings, if I'm good, that that's good filling wings. But Dorn, you've been to so, you had to have been to so many of the great wing spots here. To say that there's really no difference, come on, man. Like you, you've been here, you've seen it, you know what it's all about.
4: Right? Exactly. Yeah, they're the same. <laughs> oh my god. i always a towel's been just told, a towel, Sal.
2: Yeah, a towels just a towel. I'm also
3: big, big in the camp where size doesn't matter. Thank you, Sal. <laughs> You got it, guys. Hey, uh, much love to you out there in Pittsburgh. It's, it's fun when the Steelers and the Bills are good and relevant, and it helps the NFL, I think, when these two cities and franchises, and even Cleveland and now Detroit, I mean, um, you know, Rust Belt uh, and uh, the, the, the Great Lakes and things like that, and, and I think it's really cool to be in the situation again in the NFL. Sal, great no stuff,
2: man. Always appreciate you coming on. We'll talk soon. You got it, guys. Thanks, Thank Sal. you.
3: Take care. Sal
2: Capaccio, I think he's as good as it gets. Oh, absolutely. On the Buffalo Money. Bills. And one of the best, like, we talked to a bunch of beat people, and he's, he's one of the best. Okay,
1: picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.